Oh, joy to the world. What a great time to celebrate the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Amen.
going to town? They ride a donkey. <laughs> oh, a camel. Oh, yeah, a camel. She said, this donkey's fast. Well, they tried to go to a hotel and they asked the keeper um, for a place to stay. The keeper said, we have no rooms. Literally, no rooms. So Mary and Joseph walked away sadly, but then he said, the only place and here in Bethlehem, hand that that you can stay stay is a stable, and then he just pointed the way, and they followed. When the shepherds were taking care of the sheep, then they saw angels. The angels said, "A new baby is getting born, who is king of the Jews." The angel was singing. said, I think we should go there and meet him. The second, I think, said, yeah, I agree with you. And the other said, yeah, me too. They had to walk through a bunch of grass and bushes, maybe have to camp out at night. And then the wife had heard about it. And then a star appeared. Well, we should probably follow that star. It's pointing down to the board. So maybe we should follow it. Maybe. So the wise men went to Jesus. They gave them gifts. A stuffed animal, like a hippo one, to have at home. Some diapers, and some wipes, and some milk, some shoes, some Jordans. Gold, ring, and Latimer. And I don't know how it would survive in that barn. Too stinky, too crowded, and ugh. I think he probably because the room is very smelly. Thank you for coming. He's adorable. He's gonna be our best friend. I love you and you're the best baby I ever seen. There, I said it. The <laughs> new baby is gonna change the world. Well, nobody can tell a Christmas story like children. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> we just seen that. First of all, uh, if you don't know who I am, I'm Bob Zanini. I'm the lead pastor here at Life Church. And we want to just say thank you for taking time out of your busy Christmas holiday, I know. But to be here today, it is an honor to have you with us in this place. As, we, as our children and the adults who work with them have been uh, working so so long in preparing another presentation of the Christmas message to you. I have a couple quick announcements to make. First of all, um, we're asking, we ask every year, but some of you may have not been here before. Um, there are several instances throughout this where there's a black light performance going on. And so we ask that there be no flash photography, and that if during that time, if you would refrain from going in and out, we've blackened all the doors and the windows and everything so that the full effect of that presentation can be made to you. So we appreciate that. Uh, the second thing is you probably noticed when you entered the building, there were three Christmas trees on the side were covered with homemade ornaments. Those ornaments were made by our younger children, the pre-K and, and, and younger children. 
and, and they are for sale. Some of them have the names of who the child was that made them. Uh, there's a for sale for $5. And uh, so if your child has made one and you want it, and, or grandma or grandpa wants it or some, it's there. And, 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 the, and the money, ever, all the proceeds goes to a mission project that our children have been working on all year long and digging a water well in Kenya. And so that's what the money's for. We don't use it here at the church for anything. It's for missions. It goes overseas. And so you can put that in an envelope, just mark Christmas ornament, drop it. We have some offering boxes in the back. Uh, we don't pass a basket here unless it's a special uh, event or something like that. And so uh, we, we just simply drop our finances and our support for our church in those boxes or we do it online. So if you want to pick up a Christmas ornament, please do that today and put it in, in an envelope. There's envelopes there or there's envelopes on the backs of the seats and just fill it out and, and we appreciate that. Um, the third announcement is that next Sunday is Christmas and a lot of our folks will be gone, but we will be having a Christmas service here. Um, and so we will have a time of worship. We'll have a time of ministry from the word. And we'll also be ending with a communion service. So if you're not traveling or if you, I know a lot of folks are traveling. A lot of folks have family from out of town. And I understand that. And it just happens that this year is the year that my wife and I, uh, we alternate with our children, our adult children and our grandkids. Uh, one year it's Christmas Eve with them and one year it's Christmas Day. This happens to be Christmas Eve day for us. And so we're, we're going to be home already. And I, we live right next door to the church, so we're having service Sunday. And uh, because many people don't have family here, I was raised in a military home. And every year we always had uh, airmen uh, uh, from the base that couldn't go home for Christmas, and they shared our home, our Christmas table. And so we'll be having a time at Christmas service at 1030, our regular time. We started changing the time, but we thought that might get confusing, so we're just going to leave it the same. So you're welcome to come and be with us uh, if you want to. And then lastly, um, uh, you definitely didn't have to be told this, but you smelled it probably halfway out in the parking lot, right? Can, can anyone say that this is truly gumbo weather? Now, I'll eat it all year long. I mean, yeah, I love it, you know, but, uh, you know, the South, South Louisiana, you know, the minute it turns cold, everybody's like, it's gumbo weather. Well, we couldn't get any more gumbo weather because it was 28 degrees when I came over this morning to let them in to be able to begin to set up, and they are doing this in a tremendous labor of love and so we invite you to stay with us afterwards there's no charge there's just a, a time of fellowship and and joining around a dinner table and if you have to leave we understand that but we want to invite you to be with us afterwards for the gumbo meal and so without any further ado we are are about to present the lit crew and the um uh Life Church kids in presenting to you their Christmas program this year, and would you make them all welcome with me?
everybody. I think we've got everything. Hop in and we'll on our way. Yay, Christmas at Grandma's house. My favorite of the whole year.
Yeah, but it didn't even talk about Santa. Look, it's snowing even harder now. All this snow also means that we might not be able to make it to Grandma's house tonight. It's getting too hard to even see the road. What? No, Mom, that can't be an option. Yeah, we just have to get to Grandma's tonight. It won't be Christmas if we are there when we wake up in the morning. Oh, it'll be Christmas. It just might not be the Christmas we are expecting. Any sign of a hotel soon, Carol? No, not for quite a while. It's strange. Wait, wait. What is this too hard to see? We just have to drive slow. Real slow. Wait a minute. Look, there. What is, is it? I see it. It says Hotel Noel. Oh, I really don't want to stay at a hotel on Christmas Eve. Me neither, but I don't think we have much of a choice, kids. It's just not safe to keep going tonight. Plus, it's pretty perfect we find a place called Hotel Noel, don't you think? There wasn't supposed to be anything near here. It's strange, though. It doesn't show up on the map. Oh, well. At least we found something. Thank goodness. Beep boop. information about it anywhere. Oh, I know. We just kind of show up when we need us the most. That's huh? weird. establishment. Why, thank you. What a lovely voice you have. Hey, I have questions. With a name like Hotel Noel, don't you think this place will be all decked out? I don't see a single decoration. Yeah, no lights, no Christmas tree. What's that all about? Well, you see, kids, here at Hotel Noel, we do Christmas a little bit differently. It might not look like it, but Christmas is really a big deal here. Boy, you sure can't tell by the way it looks. Allie, don't be rude. Oh, it's okay. We're used to that kind of reaction to our little hotel. I'll tell you what. Gabe and Michael will take your suitcases to your room, and I'll get you some hot cocoa. In the meantime, just sit down, and Raphael will tell you all about Hotel Noel. It's pretty heavy.
Well, that's fine. See, kids, it might not be so bad spending Christmas Eve here after all. No offense, Rafi, but I still think you could have a few things here that let people know it's Christmas. I do agree. And, I mean, with the name Hotel Noel, I guess we should live up to the Christmas name. But, do you know where the word Noel actually comes from? Noel meant Christmas. That is the traditional definition, Allie, but the word Noel actually came the, from the French word Noel, which can be traced right back to the Latin word Natalis, which means birth. English, French, Latin. Hey, I'm on vacation from school. I don't want a vocabulary. Young lady, you better watch your tone. There won't be any Christmas presents under the Christmas tree for you in the morning. Well, any, anyways, because there's no one right there. Stop. No tree, no presents, no Christmas. I'm sorry. They're just really disappointed that they don't have a big Christmas celebration to wake up to tomorrow morning. This isn't what we've been planning at all. Who said anything about not having a celebration on Christmas morning? Yeah, we celebrate around here too. And it's not that we don't have anything against all those Christmas decorations and traditions. It's just we really get excited for the Noel part of Christmas. That's right. We love everything about Christmas. But there's just one thing that really makes us want to sing. Another song. Snow 
So you're telling me Christmas is really a birthday party? That's right. Like Gloria said, the word Noel translates to birth in Natalis. Therefore, on Christmas morning, we're really just celebrating the birth of Jesus. How about we tell you how it all happened on the first Noel? Great idea. This is from the Bible, Luke chapter 2. How about we tell you how it all happened on the first Noah? A uh, great idea. This is from the Bible, Luke chapter 2.
everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph was sold into Nazareth of Galilee, to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he was from the house of Mount of David. He went there with Mary to register. was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to come. She gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in a cloth and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available. And there were shepherds living there in the fields. Their body came in the water and the water. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord Christmas time and forget that we're really supposed to be celebrating Jesus. Well, that's why we're here. Just to remind folks that that's what Christmas is really about. Jesus' birthday. Well, that and the rest of the story. The rest of the story? I don't even know. Makes sense. God had to send Jesus because we needed a savior. Our sin has separated us from God, and the only way we could have a relationship with him again was if he had a plan of redemption. God indeed had a plan, even from the beginning of time. You see, long ago, God's people were in slavery. They were awaiting their deliverance. The father had a plan, but that deliverance didn't come the way they expected. Mary conceived through the power of the Holy Spirit and gave birth to the one that would restore our relationship with God. His name was Jesus, the Son of God. Being fully human and fully God, Jesus lived a sinless life here on earth. He was faced with temptation, mocking, beatings, and even crucifixion. But Jesus said to the Father, Not my will, but yours be done. Ultimately, Jesus gave his life so that we could have life. This is the rest of the story. Awaiting the arrival 
Like another silent night Above your deep and dreamless sleep A giant star lights up the sky And while you lie 
that shines an everlasting light. For the king has left his throne and is sleeping in a manger tonight. Tonight. Oh, Bethlehem, would you have missed while you were sleeping? God became a man and stepped into your world today. Oh, Bethlehem, you will go down in history as a city with no room for its key while you were sleeping. While you were sleeping. Shivers in the cold Trying to keep the Savior warm Born among the animals Wrapped in dirty rags Because there was no room for him In the world he came to save Oh Bethlehem What you have missed while you became a man and stepped into your world today. Oh Bethlehem, you will go down in history as a city with no room for its key while you were sleeping. United States of America Looks like another silent night As we're sung to sleep by philosophies That save the trees and kill the children And while we're lying in the dark There's a shout Across the eastern sky For the bridegroom has returned And has carried his bride away In the night In the night America What will we miss While we are sleeping Will Jesus come again And leave us slumbering
well, team. How do you think it's going so far? Great. I think they're really getting it. Me too. I know those kids weren't expecting this kind of Christmas, but hopefully they'll wake up tomorrow morning and remember what we talked about tonight. Well, I sure hope so. I guess we'll find out in the morning. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.
you do seem very merry this morning. I am because there's so much to be merry about. Yeah, I feel like I woke up this morning merrier than usual. I think that's because we really do understand what we're celebrating this Christmas morning. Yeah. Jesus, knowing he's the reason I rejoice. Finally understanding all that God was planning when he came here as a baby boy. And the miracle that happened on that holy night is true that I can see now in the morning light. And it's such a glorious sight, waking up to Christmas. Jesus, knowing he's the reason I rejoice. Finally understanding all that God was planning when he came here as a baby boy. And the miracle that happened on that holy night is true that I can see now in the morning light. And it's such a glorious Sorry to ruin the celebration, but it seems they've cleared the road and you can be on your way. Huh. That's great! <laughs> 
I'll go get the bags. I'll help. We can't thank you all enough for your hospitality. This is truly a special place. Can we come back next year? Yeah, Mom, we love spending Christmas Eve here. We'll see. For now, let's say our goodbyes. Bye. 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 I got the bed. Later. <laughs> Give me a hand. Excuse me. Well, team, I think our work here is done. Great job. I wonder where we'll be next Christmas Eve. I guess we'll be wherever else someone needs to have a reminder of what the true Christmas is truly about. Well, let's go, team. We've got a birthday party to get to, and I vote it's going to be quite the celebration. Let's go.
Wow. I want to tell you incredible talent, a lot of work, and a few characters. Wow, I'm just, every year I am amazed at the creativity and as the children grow older, many of the older ones who did the human videos and everything else, I remember when they were this small. In fact, this year was the first year, if I'm right, that we had the pre-K children involved in this, in this program also, and they did an incredible job. Yeah, they did. And uh, there's a few actors in that group already. I saw that. <laughs> and, um, but man, when they were singing Happy Birthday Jesus, I cried. I cried because it just, it was perfect for that age group that, and those kids. I mean, wow, my heart is just overwhelmed by it. But you know, if there was anything that was more clear, I remember thinking all this week without even having seen the program or anything else, what, it, what would I say at the end, except I know I gotta, I gotta bless the food so we can eat, right? <laughs> But I thought, if I could say just one thing, and that is simply this, that Christmas is about a Savior. And that came through over and over and over in this year's program. The need for a Savior. In fact, that's what the angel told the shepherds. For unto you this day is born in the city of David a child, a child. A, who is Savior. He will save them from their sins. And it's easy for everything to get lost in the hustle and bustle of the Christmas season. But it is a reminder that the world needed a Savior. And Jesus Christ is that one. He is the only one. And he takes us as we are when we come to him in the innocence of a child. Jesus said, unless you are like a child, have the faith of a child, you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. And it's taking it at face value that we're lost, we're sinners, we need a savior. And if we come to Christ, he receives us. Incredible story. Again, they're in the other room right now, but why don't you let them hear one more time how much you appreciate everything that they did. Yeah. Amen. In, the, in your Christmas program, there's a list on the back page there, and well, on the inside, but on the back page too, I think of all the people. Can I tell you that this doesn't happen 
by one or two people just doing this. First of all, you could tell, especially on a number of these things, they started working with the children for this program the 1st of October. There have been many nights during the week, Saturdays, all day. Uh, the, the, the flags, whew, they've been working on that for so long. The human being, all of that. They've spent hours and hours, but it was a labor of love because they were not going to be stars. They were messengers conveying a message to each and every one of us. But that doesn't happen without uh, adults. And I want to tell you, that there's a list of people on there and every single part from, from building all of this to working with them, the choreography, the music, everything couldn't be done without every single one of them. And, and we are so privileged to have those people who are a part of our family church and here at this church. And, and what a blessing they are to us. And I personally want to say thank you for all your hard work. I know when you're in the middle of it, you're thinking, are we ever going to get there? Are we going to ever finish? And, and, and they've been late nights and everything else, but I've seen it, and now I've seen it. And it was worth it all. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. But, but someone, but all of that said, there has to be a leader. There has to be someone with the vision. Go get her. She always hides on me. And, um, but there's always someone with, that has a heart for the, for the children. You've got to have a heart for the children. It's not a heart for a program. It's a heart for the children. And, and that they can, they can use their talents and their gifts and, and everything to, to share with us. Did you know that the last prophecy in the Old Testament, it says, in the last days, I will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children. And I believe that God uses children to speak to us. Us grown-ups, we get so complicated and busy and we're multitasking and doing so many other things and the kids understand it. And they have shared that with us. But it takes a leader to do that, and I want to just take, take a moment to honor that person. Is she coming? Tracy Guillory is our children's pastor. Yeah. She has a heart for children. I've watched this grow and grow and mature and, and make just, it's not something she does. It's, it's who she is on the inside. And it is such a privilege to have her here at Life Church. And it's a privilege that I can say she's my daughter. And her love for your children and for all the kids that are out there still to be reached is real.
And, and if you don't know that, and you can't see that today, and Tracy, we, we just want to honor you and say thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Just a little, a little something from the church to say thank you and how much we appreciate you. See, most of the time, you don't, people who come here don't see her because they're upstairs. And, on, and uh, the children are upstairs. And it's not because we're putting them away you know, or hiding them or anything out of sight. That's just where the way this building was built. And we've knocked out every wall that could be knocked out upstairs to make room for the children we have. And there's more coming. Amen. And so anyway, thank you so much for all that you do for our children. Thank you. Um, I count it a pleasure and um, often feel unworthy of the job, but it's not a job, it's a calling. And so I know that if God has called, he equips. And so I'm thankful for that. And I'm thankful for the opportunity to work with them from the youngest to the oldest. And um, as I sat there today, my heart was just swelling with... Um, Pride sounds like a bad word, but it was, it's not a bad pride. Like, just so proud of these kids from the youngest, the preschooler singing to Jesus, all the way to the 17-year-olds who worked countless hours to present the gospel message today. And that's what I told them. I said, you guys, you're the preachers today. You're the preachers. And they did it, and they did it so well. And so I'm thankful for that opportunity. Um, and I know that you know this, but it can't happen with just one person. And so um, actually my husband had a great idea today. That's why I married him. Um, if you had a part in anything to do with this production, the dinner, the decorating, the anything at all, would you just stand to your feet so we could honor you? There's so many people in this room right now. Everybody stand. Don't be shy. Come on. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's way more than this even. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There is no one small thing that doesn't matter because someone has to do all of the things. And so thank you. Um, real quickly, though, I do want to just um, honor three people who did more than just a little somethings. Um, we'll start, um, Justin, if you guys will bring that up here. Um, Leslie McCurtain, Elena, can you go get her, Sam? She's probably, there she is, Elena Guillory and Randy Hart. Come here, please. Yeah, go ahead and clap. Um, they're awesome. I'll tell you about it. Just go ahead and clap. <laughs> so, Leslie, this is Leslie. She had help, but she worked countless hours, long nights giving the gift that God gave to her back to the body of Christ. And so I want to honor her and thank you, Leslie. We, we literally could not do it without you. And you make the dreams come alive every year. And so I just say thank you for that. And so we have just a little something for you. And of course, some flowers. Randy, Eliza, my friend. Um, I found a gift hidden inside of her, and I was so grateful when I found it. <laughs> 
because used to, I would make all the stuff you see happening in all these specials, but I found out that God made her crafty. And when I asked her to make something, she says, I got you. And so not only did she make our props for like our puppets and black light walls and stuff like that, but I also felt the need to honor her because she's done it all year long. For our lit crew, when they travel, they compete, nationals, when they break the props we just built, she says, I got you. And she makes them again. And that has made my life so much easier and so much stress-free this holiday season. And so I thank you and I honor you. And last but definitely not least, so I said, this is Leslie. Everything you saw today was also Elena because for months we have planned and worked and dreamed and she's been a part of every single part of it, every part from the picking of the play, from the costumes, from the characters, from the rewriting of the play, from the making the specials, the choreography, coming upstairs every single Sunday and directing our choir, teaching our choir, managing backstage, leading worship this morning. Um, I don't know, I'm sure there's a million other things, but literally she stood beside me the entire time. I think for four months we've literally worked on this every day and I'm not saying that to pat my back I'm saying that because she did it gratefully with a joyful heart and she said what's next mom what's next mom and so I'm so thankful that God allowed you to be here this year again with me and to help me and I just want to say thank you thank you all Amen. My daughter, my granddaughter, my son-in-law. Wow. Again, it's been an honor and a privilege to have you here with us today. And please, take away the memories of the children and, and everything they did. But please, listen to the message. Invite Jesus into your heart, into your life. Let him have the reins. Let him have the driver's seat. Let him have control. And your life will change for the better. And you'll never, ever regret it. Never. I guarantee it. Father, I thank you for this day. And I thank you that you loved us enough that you gave your son, your only son, who came as a babe in a manger, who lived among us a sinless life. He died on a cross that we might be reconciled to you. For the Bible says that our sins separated us from you. But you didn't leave him in a tomb. You raised him from the dead. And he lives today. The Christmas season is a reminder of when he came the first time to our world. And his purpose was to save that which was lost. But I am reminded of the fact there are seven times more prophecies of his second coming than his first. 
And every year we remind ourselves of his first coming. But let us also be reminded that he's coming again. And when he comes, he's not sneaking into the world as a baby and a manger. He's coming in all of his glory. And he's not coming to save, but he's coming to rule as the King of kings and the Lord of lords. So, Father, your word says that this day is the day of salvation. Now is that time. I pray if there's anyone here who doesn't know your son, Jesus, they would simply say, Jesus, I surrender my life. Come into my heart. I give you full control. In Jesus' name. And Father, you will do it. And Holy Spirit will come. And teach them and guide them and, and direct them in all truth concerning Christ. I know. I've seen it thousands and thousands of times in people's lives. And so we're so grateful that you are faithful to do so. Now, Father, we're getting ready to, to have food. And so we give thanks for the food. We give thanks for the fellowship. And we give thanks for those who have labored to provide it for us. Let there be a special blessing on their lives today. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you again for coming. Again, I bless you. I hope you have an incredible Christmas day next week. If you want to come and be with us at 1030, we will be having a Christmas service. If not, God bless you. Travel safely. We love you. Amen. Amen.